Hello and welcome uh, to a beer with Sam and Peter. I'm Sam and he is Peter. That's me. He's indeed Peter. Yep. And uh, if this is your first time being here, uh, don't worry about it. This is literally everybody's first time being here. I've never been here before. Yeah. This is it's this, boring. What I mean is that this is our first episode. So you've come to the right place. Um, this is a show where two 21 year old men sit down and have a beer and have Man. a conversation about what's happening in our lives. Yeah. And I uh, thought to, we'd talk to you guys as well. Yeah. So let's, let us begin. Yeah. Cheers, Sam. All right. Good. Uh, how are things? How are things? Let's just get this out of the way right now. I want to talk about The Revenant just for a second. Right? We went and saw The Revenant we, we last went, night. Yeah, we went and saw The Revenant last night. Um, really Leonardo, right, what, what would you give it? Thumbs up? Thumbs down? Well, it's the Leonardo DiCaprio Re- movie first. The, yeah, and one where he's a crazy Yeah, he like eats bone marrow and... Basically, the story, the premise, the premise, which is actually the entire movie. So, I, I'm not spoiling anything because this is in the trailer. This is all in the trailer. Which is a bit of a shame. Which is a bit of a shame, because the trailer tells you... If, you wanna, if you're going to see this movie, don't watch... Try and avoid the trailer yeah, beforehand, because that'll... Oh, so I shouldn't tell them about the trailer? Well, I mean, you've started talking about it now, so you may as well continue. Okay. Tell them about the trailer... But also, so basically, just, just, uh, actually, we don't DiCaprio. really want to be telling people not to, <laughs> to, to, to stop watching temporarily, do we? We're not quite at that point yet, are okay, we? Okay, so, uh, so, suffice to say, without spoiling anything, it's Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio just having a bad time. Yeah, he's in this just, movie. It's just him suffering and for three hours. Tom Hardy's in this movie, and uh, Domhnall Gleeson, he's from in the Star movie. Wars yeah. and that AI movie. And the guy who plays the guy who plays Charlie, I want to say, uh, Charlie Weasley in Harry Potter, is is also in there. Is, or is it or is it Bill? Is it Bill? No, or it's one. It's it's one. Bill. It's, yeah, it's the one that they they go and it's Bill. It's definitely Bill. Yeah. Donald Gleeson. That's yeah. Yeah. The redhead bloke. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody knows, I would think everybody would know him from Harry Potter. I would have thought everybody knows him from Star Wars now. Oh, he's in Star Wars. Yeah, he's the... He's the guy. He's General Hux. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of good roles. I thought his role in Ex Machina, which came out this year as but well, but he's, like he's playing year, like the weak good. leader. Like the weak, I'm here because I have money leader guy. Just seems like... But he's not the weak leader. He's not weak. He's the company man. He's a little weak. I didn't think he was a weak character. He's a, he's a company man, and he's principled, and he might come off as maybe a bit inexperienced, maybe. Okay, just to establish what's going on here, I, I, I don't want you to see The Revenant. I thought The Revenant was bad. I thought it was a good movie that went on for like twice as long as it needed to. And about halfway through, I really was just wishing that Leo would just let go, just let go and die, so just I could die. leave the movie theater. Yeah, like he should die. So, so you, you give it a solid thumbs down, whereas I would I give it, it I would give it a th- solid thumbs sideways. I would. It's get... like it was okay, and I agree that it was just too long. 
just too long. Three hours is just not enough happened to justify there was that like, amount of time. It was like half an hour. Like I thought the way that sequences. I thought the way that it was shot and it was really interesting. Like I did a bit of research after watching the movie and like that was all shot with natural lighting out in the in the wilds of, of Canada and Argentina and some of the stuff that Leonardo DiCaprio had to do, he obviously suffered for yeah. that role, which I could respect. Well, that brings up an interesting point about whether that actually means that he should get the Oscar because he's not actually no, he acting. Should, he he's, should, just, he's just doing no, those he, things. But that is acting. To, to act, you don't have to say stuff. No, no, no. I mean, to act is the art of pretending to sleep inside a dead horse. Okay, And what Leo did was sleep inside a fucking dead horse. A yes. real one. Yeah. And eat its bone marrow and stuff, which is all fine. I like Bear grills. But <laughs> like... respect yeah. Bear. But it's not really the next man. acting at that point. I like Bear grills. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, how is it not acting, though? He's in a movie doing, doing stuff. It's doing. That's, that is acting. Mm, I'm just saying you could probably to, just to act inside is, a prop you, if you're If you're acting something out, you, you're doing something. Just sleep inside a prop horse. That's the point I'm trying to make. And don't have any dream sequences in your film. Yeah, and that's back to the point that it was too long. You could it lose... You could have lost all the dream sequences. All, mostly all of the dream sequences. Maybe had like one or two to establish a bit of motivation for Leonardo DiCaprio's character. And then you could have lost half of the establishing environment shots which, shots, which were very beautiful and they set the scene nicely, but there were just too many of them and it was too long. Oh, yeah. they, could, they could have easily cut 50 minutes out of that movie. Oh yeah. And it would have been a much definitely more watchable experience. Yeah. I would to say... Some, to some extent, I feel like after Birdman, they just couldn't tell the director, no. No, don't put in 30 minutes of dream sequences and have, like, a lot of flashbacks to shit that's really not important. Yeah. 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 And if you do see the movie, the French, man, it's always the fucking French. It's always the fucking French. Because you can, you can have a go at the French and people aren't going to... Apparently, people don't care. Yeah. They really it's like Russians. It was no, uh, yeah. But even they have redeeming features. Like how? Because it's like, oh, the Nikolai Russian is like, <laughs> oh, vodka. <laughs> you, you can and get behind I'm Nikolai so Russians. sorry if you're Russian. <laughs> I don't know. I, mm, yeah. yeah. The French, there was no good thing. Good qualities about the French at all. I'm just kind of upset. Which, which is, that's, I mean, that's... The In the movie, there were no good qualities about the French. That's kind of the point, though. The, the they were meant to be bad characters. Yeah, they, were they weren't be... written. They weren't written to have any sort of depth. Yeah, like that was their purpose in the movie. There are seen... movies that have good, good French, French characters, characters, and there are good. But this just wasn't people. one of them. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't mean there are no good redeeming qualities <laughs> about French <laughs> about the French in general. I just mean that's, yeah, yeah, that would be a bad thing to say. I would actually say go see it and bring 
uh, a smartphone with Brick Break. And every time there's a dream sequence, just, just play Brick Break. No, that's a, that's a bad thing to do in a cinema. Just ruin it for everybody else then. But don't put the volume. Actually, actually the, there's, one, there's one thing I did notice is that in our screening, which was like, it was a late night screening in a small cinema, but it was completely packed. But also, at points, people, like, you could hear people laughing at some of the stuff that happened, which I feel like in a movie as serious and dramatic as this, as this yeah. is not a great sign. But There were some really funny points, and the really funny points were meant to be super the serious. most tense yeah, parts of the film. because it's super fucking violent. But it's like, it gets to this place after, like, the fourth time that someone's been stabbed in the hand within like the last minute where it's like he's stabbed in the leg stabbed in the thigh stabbed yeah. in the hand and after like the fourth time it just becomes funny just becomes I funny. I didn't find that but there's certain people that did exhibit A <laughs> and lots of lots of other people like a lot of people laugh even when that happened yeah yeah and uh, Tom Hardy being crazy being crazy yeah. Tom Hardy I would actually, actually see, yeah. go see The Revenant and see what you think, see how it I compares think, to us. I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting film, it just doesn't come to get, it's just too, it's yeah. just, it's just too long. It's you, too much of a slog to get through. Yeah. I mean, if you like and Peter the, and, you, and you sort of, you, you sort of enjoyed the bits that weren't draggy yeah. and thought it was good, then you'll, you'll still enjoy the movie. And if you're like me, you'll, you'll think it's funny. Yeah, it just, it could have been better than it was. I don't just think break, it was a bad film. Just break out your phone. Not Oscar, no Oscar-worthy performances, I don't think. Maybe the, maybe the cinematography. Something, it looked really good. Yeah, it like the, good the way it was shot was amazing. And I, was some, I didn't like the opening shot. Either. It's like one of these things where... The cameraman, it's like everybody's creeping through the, the forest and the cameraman is like one of the creepers. Is like how it's shot, you know, he's like one of the guys. And so it's I like... I love all the, I love like, those kind of shots. But it's moving like so much. Long extended. And like the, when there's a battle scene at the start, that was, a, that was fucking cool. Yeah, no, that was cool. That had like a sort of intro to Avengers 2. No. Five where things are happening no, everywhere. I, huh? no, I, I, I thought it was so much better than that. Really? Yeah. You there was, I mean, there Avengers. was, there was, Avengers, <laughs> not Avengers 2 though. What? I liked Avengers 2. <laughs> I really like the movie. Yeah, but it's not as good as Avengers 1. And it's, also, it's better than The Revenant. It's not better than it's The Revenant. It's Revenant. not better than The Revenant. I watched Dread right before, has anybody seen, if you've seen Dread, that's a good movie. Because we can talk about that, that's really old, if you haven't seen it, like... I mean, we have kind of... We haven't spoiled the movie. We haven't spoiled the movie. There is no real big plot to spoil. You know, what's, you know what's happening throughout that's, the entire... Yeah, like, the, there's, a, there's a bunch of stuff at the start, which you'd be disappointed, like, is meant to be shocking, but since it's in all the trailers, it ruins a bunch of it. Yeah. It's kind of... Yeah. It's, it's a really... I think a really good, bad trailer, in the yeah. in the sense that it just it lays out the entire like first two hours of the movie in the course of like a minute and a half, which is really disappointing. 
yeah, but you know, it's yeah. I hate I I hate when movies do that, and it's a happens a lot. This is the first episode, and people don't know what's been happening in the rest of our lives leading up to this. Have you seen any good movies? Have we seen any good movies recently? Have we seen any good movies together? Yeah. That were good? Did we see Star Wars together? No. But we both did see Star Wars. I thought it was We could talk good. about that. We could talk about that. Just bef- one more point on The Revenant. <laughs> I've, I've, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we'll do closing remarks. Closing remarks on The Revenant. I'd just like to compare it to another sort of arc, like out in the wilderness wolf movie which was The Grey I liked The Grey which The Grey was fucking mm. harrowing and I get the impression that The Revenant was meant to be harrowing and intense in the same sort of way but it just never was like I you mm. actually you never got the impression that Leonardo DiCaprio's character was going to die no that's actually that's a good that's point a, that's because a, he should have died like he, I think at, they, one, at one point he rides a fucking horse off a cliff. Okay, yeah, he does, he does that. <laughs> <laughs> the point is that, like, I think he has this... He develops this, like, main character... Shield about him. Yeah. Where I was not worried about him. Like, even when he's falling off a cliff... He, like, rides a horse off a cliff... At no point during that scene was I, was I thinking that he was going to die. And I'd agree with that. Like yeah, he's like, like he's like flying, he's like going down. Very in good nice point. It, it loses a lot of the impact when you know that it's Leonardo DiCaprio, and he's the main actor in the film. Yeah, the there's problem, no way they're going to kill him off. The problem is making a no movie. movie. We're making a movie about a guy who like extraordinarily survived and telling everybody that that is what the movie's about it's just boring because or it loses something because it's a movie about he amazingly survived obviously he survives and there's there's interesting like the way that he can survive and the amount of shit that he had to go through to survive is interesting there's less stakes when you know that he is going to survive yeah yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Star Wars. What did you think of Star Wars? I know we're doing a lot of movies, but Star Wars is kind of... We can kind of cut this up and... It's kind of big. Yeah. Yeah, Star Wars... Yeah, I thought it was good. It had a, It was a lot better than... It, I, I thought it was... It was good. I was really disappointed that it was almost entirely a new hope retold. Yeah, it was exact. It was... Like I, I've exactly seen it, the same I've seen it twice now, and I definitely liked it better the second time because I wasn't going, oh, this is happening now. Yep, like I could kind of set it apart as a separate thing so that it wasn't. I wasn't just thinking of because because one of the things that I've mm. seen in like reviews and just semi people's impressions going into it was that it's somewhat similar to A New Hope, but that it did a lot of different stuff, which was interesting. And then once. I'd seen like, like sort of about 45 minutes into it and it had just been there were so many similar things I just couldn't help when the first time I was watching it I just couldn't help going oh yeah spoilers for Star Wars 
Spoilers for there, there's a, there's a Darth Vader <laughs> is Luke's father. Um, it, like, it starts off with the droid that has the secret plans that then is on a desert planet and runs into... Yeah, people. It's, like, it's basically and the they escape, they escape on the Millennium Falcon and... Like yeah, it's exactly the same movie. But it, yeah. it's fun, still. It's fun. The A lot more violent than the previous ones, I think. But I think that's just because it's a 2015 it's, it's, movie. Yeah, but it's also trying to appeal to the older Star Wars fans. Yeah. That, like the, the, oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's definitely... It, it, it's not a movie for people who haven't seen 4, 5, 6. But at the same time, I think you could go into it and really enjoy it. I yes. would almost say you could enjoy it more if you haven't seen the fourth one. Really? I recently... I, yeah, I think so, because... Uh, like, having seen the other Star Wars movies, like, I couldn't help going, how is this... Like, I couldn't see... It, it, it didn't do enough... And the first time watching it, it didn't do enough to set up how the universe had changed and gone back to be exactly the same yes, as it this was. This is a really good point. A new hope. Turns out, Luke does, does like absolutely nothing for the galaxy because in like four, five, at the end of four, five, and six, I mean that's what we've got to assume. At the end of six, it's like oh, we've overthrown the empire. The Siths are dead. I don't know if it does enough to establish like how much time has passed. Which I think it's meant to be 40, well, 30 is, or 40 the years. The point is that it's like, yeah, but it, so it turns out it turns out after 30 or 40 years, nothing. It's just gone back to exactly the way things were. The Empire is basically back, except it's called the First Order, but who gives a shit? It's the Empire. Yeah. And there's rebels again still, so it turns out... Which is supported by the Senate. Yeah, but it just, it just feels exactly the same as... They, it still looks like they have some sort of limited resources and it's like... The rebels fighting the empire. I, like from from reading some of the coverage and the stuff around it after watching the movie, which wasn't apparent. Like the, this point wasn't apparent when I was actually watching the movie. Is that the whole idea is meant to be that the first? Or, I think that the idea is meant to be that the first order is they are now the rebels and the the resistance and the Senate are like the oh, dominant yeah. force in the galaxy. That's like the impression that I've got from reading some of the stuff that I have, but it didn't appear that way in the movie. Yeah, it feels, it feels pretty much, it feels pretty much the same. Hmm. Look, you should have seen Star Wars, bro. <laughs> okay. It's Star Wars. If you care that much about it, you should have, you should have seen it. So, yeah. Also, I loved the movie. It sounds like we didn't it, like the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the movie. That's the thing about the movie is it was really good. Like, I say that like, oh, the, it was the, super similar to Number Four. I love Number Four. I'm I'm fun. I love I love Star Wars, so I, I'm happy with it, and I really enjoyed it. But afterwards, if you think about it, it starts to it starts to niggle at you that it's the, it's almost the same movie. It's the kind of movie where you don't want to unpack it too much because you will just point out all the bad points and then convince yourself that you didn't like it. Yeah. Whereas I think both you and I did really like it. I did like it. I don't like Kylo Ren. I think he's a good villain. I, I think he's, he's a, probably a good character, but he's, he's a such complex a bitch. villain. He's such a bitch. He's just so weird. And that's, but that's the point. Yeah, I, I know. But I still don't like him. 
He's he's a different sort of villain than has ever been in the Star Wars movies. Yeah, he's very different to Darth Vader. Yeah. That is a big difference from number four, is that Darth Vader is like this big, imposing guy who just is super sure and seems unbreakable. It's that kind of thing. He's just he's just a black mask. Yeah, and Kylo Ren is super weak and indecisive. And he throws tantrums. He gets like... He doesn't get beaten, but he, he gets like stabbed in a lightsaber fight get with a stormtrooper. Did he get any limbs chopped off? No, but I'm sure that's going to happen. I mean, it's Star Wars. So he didn't have... He got... He was like all like... No, he got chopped up and passed so. in the... He didn't lose any limbs? He gets... Okay, this is serious spoilers in the movie now. <laughs> he gets like... He gets shot by the bowcaster. Yeah. Chewie's weapon. Mm. And then he gets like stabbed in the leg by uh, the Stormtrooper guy. Yeah. Finn. Finn, yeah. And then... Does he get injured when he fights Ray? Yeah. But I don't think he... I don't think he... Gets, gets any cut off. Thing cut off. But he gets, like, so injured that he can't stand. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't think he gets any limbs cut off. I'm going to have to watch the movie. You've seen it twice. I've seen it twice. Like, it... It's shot in a way that it's not obvious, and I feel like if he did get something cut off, they would frame it in the shot so that you could see it really well. So it'd be a really so significant thing. Yeah, it'd be so symbolic. It'd be like Luke guys, getting his hand not, cut off, or Anakin getting his hand cut off. There's a serious hand cutting. <laughs> There's a Jamie Lannister thing going on, for sure. Yeah, throughout that thing. But I enjoyed. Yeah, so good move. Definitely go see Star Wars. Maybe not Revenant, but definitely Star Wars. I mean, is, is, I is mean, it not obvious that you should go see Star Wars? I feel like at this point, almost everybody on Earth has seen Star Wars. Yeah, so. my girlfriend hasn't seen Star Wars. But she hasn't seen any of them, so... Well, I feel like that's more a failing on your part than, than hers. On my fault. It's your fault. <laughs> it's somehow my fault. Yeah. I wouldn't start with number seven. For all of you, for all of you people I out there who haven't seen any of any of the Star Wars movies, I feel like you could start with number seven and just not watch any of the other ones and be fine. But there's so many jokes. Yeah, so like Han making jokes about like, oh, I know what to do. We've done this before. We'll blow up the Death Star. We'll go down. There must be a shield generator. Get on my level. Yeah. I mean, there's there's jokes, but it's also super accessible to people who have never seen any of the other ones before. That's true. It's my like. Uh, it's going to be the next generation Star Wars. My little brother yeah. is uh, ten, and it's like his Star Wars. He's super into it. Our Star Wars. <laughs> it kind of sucks that our Star Wars was the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, and three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For what, for us at the time, they weren't bad. Oh no! I at the time I as a kid, them. I watched. All, I, I liked all of them. I still like two and three. And I liked the Phantom Menace at the time. I was six, man. <laughs> I feel like at you six, were six. At six, you developed enough <laughs> taste. Taste. <laughs> I can see to through. understand just George Lucas's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I wanted to talk about video games because I always want to talk about video games. Okay. Um, what have you been playing lately? Um, this week. I haven't played much because I just started work again. Started a new year, back at work, which is always yeah. fun. Um, I've been playing a bit of 
Diablo 3 again and getting back into that. I really like sort of Diablo 3 and those sort of loot games because I can just sort of come home at the end of the, of, of the day and just sit at my computer and not think about what I'm doing and just mindless, mindlessly like loot grind and listen to a podcast yep. and then do that for two hours and go to bed. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. That's a good thing. That's why I like Destiny as well. Yeah, we both play a lot of Destiny. Yeah. If that's that's an issue for you. Um, but yeah, I've kind of kind of gone off Destiny a little bit. Yeah, it's moment. finally dying for me. But I, I have a feeling it's going to be. I don't like the new meta. They've just they've recently released a new patch, which I don't like. Yeah, but I mean that's how they've changed weapons. But that happens. Peter doesn't like it because now it's balance. <laughs> like, now it's fair and Peter doesn't like it anymore there is no, no. good gun to pick yeah <laughs> yeah that's what's happening I, right. I also just haven't been into it enough to like work out where the new meta is and what the next OP gun is because I need all the help I can get do you think do you think it's fair uh, to say that it's a good time to get into Destiny because that's what that's what their slogan is right now is that it's a good time to get into Destiny and I have noticed that there have been a lot of really shitty players coming in now to Crucible No, I think when the Taken King came out it was a good time to get into Destiny I feel like at the moment that the Bungie would say that it's a good time to get into Destiny now because they're probably seeing that there's a bit of a drop off in playing out so it means it's a bad time to get into Destiny yeah because there's not yeah I, I feel like I feel like when the Taken King came out would have been a good time to get into Destiny because there was all this hype in the community. Yeah. Whereas now there's a lot of backlash about everything and everybody's whining and complaining and Yeah. That's just the state of the game at the moment. Which happens. I saw it. And I people are always gonna bitch and moan. And that's a shame. <laughs> at the same time though, I do kinda wish that we knew when the next DLC came out, or when the next yeah big content ad yeah. is coming out, I would say though that don't just write off Destiny. I feel like a lot of people just wrote, wrote off Destiny. Yeah, it was it like was a pop, so, it was a popular thing to do was to not like that game, and, and it is so much like it, it. The thing about Destiny is it is super grindy and repetitive. But it's just so much fun to play. Yeah, for me, I just I, the I, shooting I, is so good. I only play. I really like playing multiplayer games. That's my thing. I like to win, and uh, and I like to like play against other people. And it's a great PvP game. Destiny. Coming from like a like a Halo thing, I used to play Halo a lot, and I played Halo competitively, and. It's better for me playing this than it, than it is. Like I, I, I would rather go and play Destiny right now if I wanted to play some PvP, uh, like first-person shooter game. It would be Destiny rather than that. Yeah, just the sandbox in the Destiny multiplayer is super fun. Yeah, it's really it's, like it's really double really jumping fun. and all the different classes and having super abilities and yeah. the grenades are all really different. It's, it's just really super good. varied. Also, if you're playing the new COD. Uh, and you are liking it a lot I would try Destiny as well because a lot of the things that make that game new and interesting like wall running and jump, double jumping and uh, and supers they even have supers in the game I don't know if 
Really? They play COD. Oh yeah, yeah. They got supers. They've got. They basically have Destiny supers. They have like a golden gun chick. They have a guy who like has these two gravity spikes. He slams them into the ground. And it creates like a bubble shield. No, it explodes. Like you know, it just kills people around. Ah, oh, he's got yeah. the Titan Smash. Yeah. And people are really like him, so I would, I would suggest if you like that, you probably will like Destiny, and it's probably pretty cheap right now. Yeah. Like, it would have been on sale around Christmas yeah, time. It's a, it's a, it's a good idea to get, to get that game. So you've been playing Destiny with me. Been playing Destiny with you. Playing Diablo. Diablo. Also started playing this game called Grow Home, which was free on PlayStation Plus a couple of months ago. It's this fun little platformer thing. The whole idea is you're this little robot who gets transported down this planet, and you gotta you gotta pick up these crystals to power your ship, essentially. And um, okay. and you've also got to grow this big plant. And it's this fun little platformer. It controls really well. It's really cute. It's just. Music's kind of good. Okay. No, 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 that's fine. Good fun. I don't have much more to say about it than that, but good little fun game. And also Fallout 4, which I've played a bit of. Yeah. I haven't I, played all that much of it. You've played a lot more. I've played a bit of Fallout 4. Um, a bit. you played... i played like 20 hours of Fallout 4. Yeah. I'll play maybe 4 or 5. But the pro... I, I, I get bored of that game really quickly. I have to say. I think it, the problem is that it's, it's, it's fun in terms of like the fighting, it's the best Fallout game in terms of shooting. I think yeah. it's safe to say that. Like, it's, it's very much compared to Fallout Three, which was just you, you kind of at least starting out when you have the garbage guns. You have to use bats. You have to use bats. And I, I don't use bats in Fallout Four almost yeah. exclusively because there's 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 really no need. Mm. But the story is is just garbage. The story is garbage. The talking is garbage. The whole idea that you have any choice in terms of what option you pick in terms of, you know, your conversations, that's total shit. It's like, it doesn't matter what you say. We're very, it, it matters very little what you say. And another annoying thing with that, um, it's, if you're playing Fallout 4 and you're in a conversation, there are four things that you can say, right? And they're meant to represent like, Funny, aggressive, friendly, stuff like that. Yeah. And there's a little caption that sort of describes what you what what you're gonna say. So like the funny one, it's like, hey man, insert joke here. <laughs> I don't know. But like, it's not what you say, which is fine. But sometimes it's drastically different to what you say. I feel like that's not fine. Like, if you say, like, like I, I, I was talking to this super mutant dude, like, my, my friend. Yeah. And I, like, it, it, says, it, says, it says something like, ah, oh, like, uh, you really think so? Right? Was what it said? Like, you really think so? But, like, what my character actually said was, it was, like, it, it, it was totally different. It wasn't, do you really think so? It was, you're lying! <laughs> like, it, it can be that extreme. It's I'll not, fucking kill you! Like, why can't I just have a caption, like a little thing saying what it is that I will say, rather than agree, like, yeah, like you, it'll just be like, agree with person X, and then you'll say something like, 
I also believe that all synths should be destroyed. I hate synths. <laughs> and all I wanted to do was agree with him that maybe saving humans was better than synths. Like, I've had that happen. So he says, he says he's just like, I think, uh, yeah, he, he says we should prioritize the humans over the synths. And I hit agree, and I say, the synths We should destroy them yeah, all. Yeah, we should destroy the synths. So... Purge them from this world. That's an issue. I think it's 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 how the best fighting game, but it's also the least Fallout of any Fallout game that I've played. What do you mean? Because the cool thing about Fallout for me was the characters and the sh- and like the quests that you would go on and just discovering new fun yeah. areas. And that that all was kind of boring. How would you say it compares to a game like The Witcher Three, which you've played a fair I bit of, a lot of as well three. this year? I mean, it's totally yeah. The Witcher, like the conversi- is, the Witcher how, how is the conversation out, and the, the your choices, that that aspect of it. How does that compare to The Witcher Three? Well, The Witcher, The Witcher is like the opposite. the The combat in The Witcher Three is okay, but it's it's not kind of like Dark Souls light. No, uh, no, 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 no. Dark Souls light is much better. It, yeah, like it's it's similar, but it's not as in-depth. it's just yeah, it's not it's not very good. It's not very responsive. Um, there's not a lot of you can't really get really good at fighting in that game. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's just the stories. It's great. I mean, it's a huge game. It's like a huge game. Like, Two hundred uh, like, hours or something, isn't it? Oh yeah, I've been watching Jesse Cox play through, like do his playthrough of The Witcher, and he's just doing like a let's play of it. Like he's doing every mission, but it's not like he's going collecting every herb. Something like that, and he's nowhere near done. He's, he's is like, that every like main story mission, or is he he's doing a bunch no, of every side every stories. every mission? I mean, you want to do the side missions in The Witcher because those are the those are the fun ones, I think. Yeah, for me. Um, if you're playing that game, my advice would just be like, don't try and finish The Witcher Three. Don't don't try and finish it. Just be like, oh, I'm I'm home from work. Uh, let's play like let's go through and have an adventure in The Witcher Three. But don't, yeah, don't, don't so try and finish it. It's kind of like one of those games which it's it's not the kind of game you want to try and play for an extended period of time. Like it's, well, it's no, good. Well, you, you could. I'm just yeah, not, I mean, I'm you just could. saying don't. You could, but you shouldn't. Don't try, try and, and be like story. I need to finish this. Yeah, it could be more um, the kind of thing where you just kind of hop in and you have this. You experience this bit of story, yeah, and it's, then hop out. It's the yeah, it's the kind of game that you don't want to rush. I guess is what I'm yeah, trying to say. Yeah, that's, that's the point I was trying to make. Don't rush the Witcher three because you want to like read through the books and talk to all the trumpets. You want to talk to all the trumpets. They're all all great. What are the trumpets? Trumpets. <laughs> what, what's a trumpet? What's a trumpet? Yeah. Uh, it's like a old Englishy word for like. Is it prostitute? Yeah, for sort of, sort of. Oh, okay. Yep, I get you. Yep. Just I like, know what you mean. like, um, like I would, I would be like, shut up, you strumpet. You know nothing. <laughs> strumpet, common strumpet. <laughs> it's just a fun word to say. <laughs> strumpets, strumpets. So go play The Witcher Three and, and talk to all the strumpets for me, please. Speaking There's a lot of strumpets in in uh, in Dylan. and Skellige. I would try it. Go try talking to all the trumpets. Yeah. Speaking of strumpets, 
<laughs> yes. Um, one thing which I forgot to mention is that last weekend I finished Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Which... <laughs> you look at me as if to say, why? <laughs> Where are the strong... <laughs> Actually, a better question is why would you play <laughs> But... <laughs> drop it as in English. It's, a, it's set in England. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Strap. Yes. You're not convinced. You, I can tell. No, I'm convinced. That's fine. I'm, I'm convinced. Gonna, I'm going to continue anyway. I was really expecting something. <laughs> something. Something funny or insightful or just a better segue. So you're playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> you're still on the Assassin's Creed train. I wouldn't say I'm on the train. You get a train, you have your own train <laughs> in a Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Well, your secret spy base is a train. Do you get to. But you can't drive a train. Well, you, you can, can drive, drive a train, a train. But you're only on a it's track. Just, it's just this train that like go, goes constantly around London, <laughs> which you can teleport to. That's not better than the ship. No, I mean, you don't control the train. It but be boring. What? Controlling the train? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just go forward. Assassin's Creed train simulator. <laughs> um, I want that. I mean, it's an Assassin's Creed game. I like Assassin's Creed games. The story was pretty disappointing. Combat was really fun. There are a bunch of cool missions, but it was just an Assassin's Creed game, really. Yeah. It's fucking brutal, the combat, actually. <laughs> You can have yeah. three different weapon types. You've got like a big kukri knife, which is like this big curved knife thing, yeah. which you can like punch people in the face and they'll like fall down and twist around and you like stab them in the like base of the skull, which is pretty fucking brutal. There's a, there's a lot of brutality in Assassin's Creed, but this, this one in particular, <laughs> because there's no, it's all like enclosed fist weapons. You can have like okay. brass knuckles or you can have like a sword cane. Because you're concealing the weapon. Yeah, yeah. You got you got a knife, brass knuckles, or a cane sword, which is like which is like a it's it's got it's like a walking cane, oh, yeah, like an English walking cane, from that sort of time period, which is like um, Victorian England, um, which has like a knife which you can pull out, and, yeah, and okay. you just beat people to death with your fucking cane, or stab them in the head with with your sword, or just <laughs> just punch the shit out of them. Okay. And and um, so if you if you're looking for a violence simulator, if you're looking for violence simulator, Assassin's Creed, and it's also you're also kind of Spider Man as well, because you get a zipline thing <laughs> which you can zipline around the city. Bat, it, it's like a mixture of Batman and Spider Man Two. That's so far from Spider Man. Spider Man Two was a great video game. I mean, you're not swinging around, but you like you stand at the base of a building and you no, shoot your thing. You're also up not in the super strong, looking stick to walls. No, but you like Spider Man <laughs> as if you're swinging around. I'm not saying you're actually fucking Spider Man. You, just you have do climb up. You do, actually, you're a lot like Spider Man. You climb up <laughs> fucking walls. You zip line around. You like you're you a lot like Batman. Maybe. <laughs> you are like Spider Man a bit. Like a Batman Spider Man hybrid. That's <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's Assassin's Creed Syndicate. A Batman Spider Man hybrid. People are going to be really upset when you can't fight crime or wear a costume or have any superpowers of any kind. You've got a top hat and you can dress up like Sherlock Holmes. That's and good. do you, you meet do, Sherlock Holmes? Uh, you meet Arthur Conan Doyle. Oh, and you meet Charles Darwin. And Karl Marx, 
and um, and they're all assassins. And Charles Dickens. Please tell me that they're all assassins. They're not all assassins. The Darwin is hiding just, a knife just, in that beard. No, you, they're just they're just people you meet and you do stuff for. Okay. The Darwin missions are actually super weird because you're, you're like animals? you're essentially just murdering people who disagree with his theory of evolution, <laughs> which is everyone at yeah. that time. Yeah, you just wow. That's a, or you're that's like roughing them up and it's and you just straight up murder some, some of them. Charles Darwin, the vicious killer. Yeah, it's a good game though. You can go. You play as two different characters, a brother and a sister. Yeah. Um, Evie and Jacob Fry are the names, and Evie is like the stealth character, and Jacob's like the the combat guy. And Evie's special ability is that if she stands in place for a while and is in stealth mode, she goes invisible. She goes legitimately. She, she goes entirely so invisible. So it's becoming so you, more like a superhero movie. Yeah. So you can like drop into a into a bunch like in a, into the middle of a bunch of guards that are like doing a patrol. You like drop down from a building and you stand still and you go invisible. And then they don't see you. Because you're invisible. Because you're invisible. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh no. So I look, I like the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. I mean I, I liked think the first one. The fact that they come out every year is just too much. I mean I stopped caring about Assassin's Creed a long time ago. Yeah. The Assassin's Creed 3 was bad, Assassin's Creed 4 was okay, I didn't play Unity. But this one was getting okay reviews, so I decided I'd pick it up and it's um, it's probably like a seven out of ten sort of game. Seven. Like I had, I had fun with it. Okay. But the story in those games is just not good anymore. Like Ezio's story was kind of interesting. Ezio Albador. Yeah, but then they've all just been pretty samey since then. Yeah. And it's I really like the idea and the concept of the Assassin's Creed games, but just the way that they tell their story and just the mission structure and stuff now is just is getting a bit old for me super old I would love I would love I, 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 I'm going to give you my idea for this but I also want to hear you, what your idea would be for the setting of an Assassin's Creed game mm. so my my like pie in the sky and I don't think they could probably do a whole game around this but would be something around like the first fleet and the early settlers in Australia, or around the time of the Bush Rangers. Yeah, we're, we're both Australian, by the way. If you couldn't tell if from our accents, from <laughs> you bloody drongo. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's okay for us to be drinking beer um, at early. ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, mother's milk, Mother. Bre- breakfast of champions, mother's milk. <laughs> yep. I think yeah, so. That, that I would be that would be like really cool. I think that'd be really interesting. It could be really cool. Yeah. Well, you can't have it set in any time where there's automatic weapons. I think. I think it would be yeah. okay. So even even having guns, yeah, is not as good. I don't think. I don't know. I kind of like Outback Australia, kind of. Yeah, but you got to come up with your own. Bush Ranger thing in Assassin's Creed. That would be really cool. Mm. Well, I've just said I can't have, but I don't like guns in Assassin's Creed, so I, I can't pick anything with guns in it. There's, there's so many cool historical time periods. I really like Victorian England, so maybe I should play this. Maybe you should. The Syndicate game, I don't know. There's I'm actually, not going to do it. Actually, there are some 
I mean, you can borrow it off me if you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Alright. Um, um, actually, there are some really cool missions that are like mystery missions, which I could... I would hope that they would try and expand these and make them a bit more interesting, but they're essentially... Um, a crime has happened and you have to solve it. And it it essentially comes down to you just go to the... There's like a bunch of different locations associated with the crime and you use your eager vision and find all the clues and read the clues and it's usually pretty obvious who actually did the crime. Okay. But I could see how they could expand it in subsequent games to make it a lot more interesting. Mm. But yeah, time period do I really like. I want a game where uh, the you play a lovable you play a lovable Neanderthal, right? I think that's how you say it. And it's like you know the humans—they're better than us, and they're Homo sapiens are like you know killing the Neanderthals and stuff. So you have a Neanderthal, and so you uprising. go. Yeah, you are the Neanderthal assassin. And you're like trying to ensure that uh, that Neanderthals become the dominant species instead of Homo sapiens. <laughs> and then you finish the game with a flash forward to like all these chunky dudes with monobrows in business suits, like running the world. So it's like an alternative reality assassin. Yeah. Right? Where he, he like changes history. He like picks, picks up the apple of Eden or something, right? And like has a vision of the future and realizes that his like species is going to go. So he goes to kill all the Homo sapiens. And you can have like a mechanic where like. Uh, I it, thought the, were the, the Neanderthals, the, were they Homo sapiens? No. No? Like a different human. Different species. Like Homo habilis or yeah, something like Homo that. erectus or something. Yeah. Yeah, They're like the bigger, stronger ones that weren't as smart. Or yeah. at least couldn't adapt or something like that. I feel like if they weren't as smart, there's no way they could. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a smart game, it's just, <laughs> just killing people. You can have like... But Sam, they're already doing that game. It's called Far Cry Primal. Oh, I'm going to play the shit out of Far Cry Primal. Have your wolf, buddy. Oh, <laughs> I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I love the Far Cry games. There's a, there's a huge part of me that wants to just disappear into the jungle and kill a bunch of men with, with a knife that I fashioned out of a saber-tooth claw, claw. I really want to do that. And then befriend a bunch of animals. And like... Hunt the mighty tiger, but like as equals. Fist fight it. So I can't wait for Far Cry to come out. Far Cry Primal, it's gonna be good. Which brings me to what I've been playing this week, which is. Oh, yes, a whole oh, lot sorry. Of, oh, yeah, now that we've finished <laughs> episode two entitled <laughs> Peter's Sam Games, gets, Sam gets to talk now. <laughs> if you're still with us, um. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, to begin with, it's probably a no. There's going to be a handful of you that have stumbled onto us, and uh, we don't know. And to those people, I say hello, and I love you all individually in very deep 
and physical way. But that's ambitious for the first episode. Yeah. Um, but for everybody else, who's essentially just my relatives and Peter's. I'm not going to show my family this. Uh, my relatives <laughs> and Peter's relatives. Um, shit. <laughs> Stick with us. Uh, well, thank you for sticking with us, first of all, for... Oh, for get on with it. Come yeah. on. Get on with it. Get on with it. Um, what have I been playing this week? Uh, I've been... Pl- I just finished another playthrough of Bloodborne, uh, which, for those of you who haven't played Bloodborne, try it. Please, it's my favourite game in the world. And it, it is a great experience. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the fact that it's really difficult. Really fucking difficult. Because that makes it really fun. Anything that's really difficult, it's such a cheap an achievement when you do something well in that game. And if you're if you're if you're if you don't know what to play right now, Bloodborne is is like pretty discounted, at least at JB Hi-Fi, last time I checked. Mm-hmm. And it is worth picking up. I swear to you, Bloodborne. Buy Bloodborne, stick with it, enjoy it, it's a great game. But, so I've been playing that, I just finished a playthrough, that makes number nine. Ninth time I finished that game. Was that all the way through? Yep. Well, I didn't do all the bosses this time. Which is fair enough. Yeah. So that's number nine, times I played through that game. So is that through the whole game and the DLC, or just the DLC? I just finished the DLC, yeah. The, the old Hunters DLC, which yeah, came which out is an, a couple of months ago, which is my which is my pick for the best game of 2015. It's the old Hunters DLC. I think I could pick that. Well, the game came out this year, last year, last 2015. Year. Yeah. So Bloodborne would be my game of the year, and I urge you to play it. It's yeah, it's fantastic. So I've been, I played Bloodborne. Um. And what else did I played? I played some Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist. Oh, yes. Don't don't buy that. Game. Okay. I feel like you should tell people about the Yu-Gi-Oh anime, which you've recently watched the entire thing of. I have. So I. I <laughs> so I went and and I had nothing to do, and I watched all the good TV shows. So I decided to all of them. All of them. watched just all, all of them. them. <laughs> so I <laughs> decided to scrape the barrel. So I started watching uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, for those of you who remember Yu-Gi-Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't a great time to be alive. Um, but not Yu-Gi-Oh the first season. you say it wasn't a great time it to was, be alive? It wasn't it a great time to be alive. It, it was a great time to be because that was when we were alive. It was a great time to be alive. It is, yeah. yeah. I, I've been watching Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds, which is uh, the third installment in the Yu-Gi-Oh series. And it is by far the most gritty. Like it, oh, like once you watch maybe 60 episodes, <laughs> it's dusting it. It's dusting <laughs> And you, it's essentially you play uh, Yugi. I mean, you play uh, you, you play Yugi. It's essentially Yugi, but as Batman. That's how I would describe it. Like the character you say, Thudo, has got the crazy hair and everything, but he's just. It's just. It's super gritty. It's amazingly gritty. People die in that series. There's prison. Like, there's prison. There's like, there is an entire like uh, arc of the Yu-Gi-Oh Five D story, in which it, he's the character, the main character, gets arrested by the corrupt police force uh, for a duel that goes wrong, and then he goes into Yu-Gi-Oh prison, 
which is just super harsh, and he's gonna get like prison killed by all these other guys. Prison killed. That's prison. worse than regular killing. Yeah, he gets prison killed. He's gonna get prison killed. <laughs> and so like, and dueling, dueling's ban- banned in prison. And as soon as you enter dueling prison, they steal your deck, and then they they get like a thing, and they brand your face. <laughs> Uh, with this like big yellow brand that like then tracks you and means that you can never get a job because you've been to dueling prison. because you've been to dueling prison and got dueling murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt you'd be trying to get a it's, job after being dueling yeah, murdered. It's super hardcore. It's 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 just fantastic. It's it's ridiculously serious. Like they're still they're still playing a card game, a children's card game to decide everything. But in the background, it's prison. <laughs> it's it's so does it have, it does it have, is it a real statement about it's society? Like, yeah, it kind of is. It's like a societal statement. Like they live in the city, uh, and in the centre of the city, in New Domino City, is where like oh the Yu-Gi-Oh cups going on, and that's that's where Yugi would would come up, but like a Yugi character and win some tournament. It's all loving and yay, playing children's card games. And then you get outside there to where this guy you say is born. And it's just a Judge Dredd wasteland. Yeah, oh, it's very Judge Dredd. That's a good way of it. Yeah, it's very Judge Dredd wasteland. Like, they live in this place called the Satellite, which is like this, the pile of junk that orbits, sort of orbits the city, like in a ring. Um, It's it's like a junk lake or something. Yeah, it's all like the city's waste. And all the people in the satellite are like waste processor people, so they just sort through the trash. And his deck is like an assortment of cards that other people have thrown away. Right. So like the whole idea, I think, anyway, is that he is like definitely better than Yugi, or at least like he's just like a super smart, far better like player, but he has like completely shit circumstances and it, it's always pretty underwhelming how how he comes out of things like uh, he has his chance the reason he goes into dueling prison is because he has a chance to go and by the way they duel on motorbikes now that's the thing it's like racing and dueling and prison it's everything <laughs> but so he's like just got like his, his dual runner his motorbike and he's ready to go into like the, the middle of the city and challenge this other guy for the you know the duelist cup and it's about to be his time and then his friend his like little friend uh gets she's like uh, gets like tricked by the police because the police is super corrupt into stealing something and so she gets entrapped yeah she gets she gets entrapped like they leave uh cool shit on the street and, and then she pick picks it up. it up, and if you pick it up, they, they say you stole it. Right. So it is kind of a yeah, it is kind of that a, is so harsh, right? So uh, and then he he volu- like you say volunteers to go to prison instead of her because that's how life works. Yeah, and so instead of well, because the police really want him. Ah, uh, okay. So he volunteers. Why do they want him? Because he's just like because he's like a poor kid who's now he's becoming like, a good duelist. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he's trying to break Well, it turns out that the actual duelist champion uh, has paid off all the police and they're all working for him to make sure that Yusei doesn't challenge him. Yeah. You should get into it. It's a good show. It's really really not. It's really not. You sound like you've enjoyed it, though. Oh, I love it. 
I love it. I've also but you can recognise that it's not yeah. quite as good. I think you just need to understand that uh, even though it's really light in English, uh, it's still anime. And if you're not an anime person, just just don't. Don't watch it. You don't have to. You're probably not going to like it. But I love it. Another, another show I've been watching a lot of. What about games? Should we finish games and then move on to TV shows? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, so I've been playing Bloodborne. Uh, I've played Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelists on PS4. If you love Yu-Gi-Oh! You'll love this game. If you hate... It's got so much stuff. If you hate Yu-Gi-Oh! With a burning passion, uh, you'll hate this game. It's Yu-Gi-Oh! It's Yu-Gi-Oh! Just, it's just the Yu-Gi-Oh! Like card like game it. as a game. Yeah. It's really good, though. Yeah. I um, uh, played a little bit of Fallout 4, like we said, but only sort of dabbling, and a little bit of Witcher 3, if I want some story. And that's all. That's always fun. I really do enjoy that game. Mm. I just haven't finished it. You know, like yeah, I, it's a tough game to finish. Yeah, yeah, it'll take me ages to finish. And I think it's fine. It'll be like a slow burn. Yeah. Uh, and I've been playing some Destiny, just a little bit, not too much. Iron Banner last week. Iron Banner came out. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing a lot of the Darkest Dungeon, and fucking hating every second of it, but also loving every second of it. I don't know. It's a really punishing game. Yeah, explain a bit what that game is. Uh, so Darkest Dungeon is like a roguelite, turn-based uh, game. And it's it's Dark Souls-esque in its, uh, its difficulty. It, it, the, the introduction of Darkest Dungeon is people will die your characters will die. Just be prepared for that. So you, you, you don't play these characters. It's like you play the caretaker of this Hamlet. Right. That uh, needs to clean it up and it's been infected by... It's been overrun by eldritch horrors and like bandits. So that's like Lovecraft yeah. stuff. Well, like, no, like, and, and just, just other stuff. Just other yeah. creepy horror stuff. And you run this terrible town which only has a brothel, a cloister, like a church, and a bar. The and three essentials. Three essentials. And... You can go to the bar, get drunk, the, yeah, get the, drunk, ca- the actual characters Go to the you, brothel. Yeah, exactly. Feel really, really bad about yourself the next day and go to church. Yeah. The actual characters that you see fighting are just the adventurers that you have tricked into working for you. So you shouldn't really get attached to them very much, which is a hard thing to sort of get used to. But you essentially trick them into working for you and they're going off and doing your dirty work. And they'll totally die sometimes. Sometimes they will level up and you've got to decide whether you want to spend money on them and sometimes it's just not worth it. Like at the start of the game, the best way to play it is just a bloodbath. You don't spend any money healing anybody. You don't spend any money upgrading people. All you do is you upgrade your stage coach so that it can bring more suckers <laughs> <laughs> and you just send them through. That's the kind of game it's based on. So uh, people will die, and it's incredibly frustrating. It's also it's also it's like a turn-based combat system that does rely on on your roll a lot. So you can just roll really bad and get fucked over, and that happens a lot. Can you fail it? Sort of, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. You, you, each attack is, you know, assigned like a miss chance. No, or no, no. no. A I three mean, to like, five chance. I mean, like, can you 
fail the game and have to start over. You can't start over. You can fail a mission. So you, you take yeah. like yeah, yeah. four explorers, you embark on a mission, buy provisions and then embark on a mission, and they can fail the mission if they all die. Yeah, okay. So it's 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 a roguelike, but um, there is some progression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, but it's just that if your characters die... You just get new ones. Yeah, they don't come back. Just get new new suckers. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like XCOM in that place. Yes. Yeah. Although it's nothing like XCOM. Yeah. But yeah. But yes. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It's also not very expensive, and I would recommend it. It's on Steam. Mm. I would buy it. Uh, what else we played recently was Seven Days to Die. Yes, we've been playing a lot of Seven Days to Die. I picked that up in the most recent Steam sale. Yeah, it's an early access which I know is terrible, but it's an early access zombie survival game. Daisy-like. Yeah, Daisy-like. Somewhat. It's kind of a lot shitter in terms of graphics, but it's 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 also incredibly fun. And they just they just redid the entire thing. It's like yeah, a it's massive Yeah, it's got really fun systems. Yeah, they've introduced leveling and uh, harvest mechanics instead of just like... It used to be that you just whack at something for a while until it breaks and then it drops all the shit. And now you whack at a tree and every time you whack at a tree you get wood because you're... Which means you don't have to take down the whole tree. Yeah, exactly. It makes makes a lot more sense. Just nice little things like that. So if you're into zombie survivals... It's good fun. It's good fun, yeah. Uh, It's it's, it's sort of just a fun thing. It's kind of still buggy. Yeah, I've jumped into it because Sam and a bunch of our other mates were playing it. And um, they convinced me to get it in the same cell and stuff. And I jumped into it in one night. And I think at the end of the night, my character was freezing to death, starving, and dying of dehydration. Yeah. Sounds about right. The game... Sitting, the- sitting in a little hole, naked. <laughs> yeah. With, with, with a shotgun and a wooden club, <laughs> which I'd fashioned out of a tree that I punched to death. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the first nights in that game were pretty pretty intense. You end up naked in a hole a lot in that game. In that game, not just in, in general, in not, general, not in life. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but it, yeah, we've been playing that, that's good. Naked uh, in a hole. I've played a little bit of Hearthstone. Yeah. Recently, I used to play a lot, but the, the latest adventure is... I really like the new cards from it. The adventure itself. Yeah. The bosses weren't as interesting. Oh, the last wing, man. I hate the last wing. Why? Like, I think it's the bosses are just really annoying and not fun. The second... The, the last one where it gives you a whole new deck is not fun. Well, the second guy, you know, the guy who can only take one damage at a time. Yeah. I didn't have trouble with him. He just took... Fucking ever. Mm. You need to build like a zoo type swarmy deck for him. Yeah, but even even so, um, yeah, they just had they just they made this Hearthstone character that can only take one damage at a time. Yeah, and whose deck is also filled with warrior cards that give him armor. You it's can, just yeah, yeah. It's just annoying. It's incredibly annoying. And you need to do that to get the cards. Mm. It's just really annoying. You can play him on Heroic. 
On heroic, he played the first two wings on heroic. On heroic, his hero power extends to his units. It's just that sounds like no fun whatsoever. It's just ridiculous. So does I, that apparently like the only way that you can one of the only reliable ways to beat him is like a, you need to build like a dreadsteed deck. That's a, I love I love a good dreadsteed deck. Yeah. So you you build the dread. Oh, how do you get? Yeah, it's dreadsteeds, and you have to get. Um, the idea is you have, have dreadsteeds and Baron Rivendell. Yeah. So you just swarm the field with. I mean, it's a classic dreadsteed deck. Yeah. That's, that's, that's be the way to beat him. Because you only need to deal one damage. Yeah. But it's just... It's a nightmare. So I've been playing a little bit of Hearthstone, but not much. Yeah. But mostly, mostly I've been playing Bloodborne. Yeah. Because I love that game. And you should buy it. Yeah. Okay. TV shows. Television shows. Yes. Food Wars. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Dad, depending on your age. Maybe... No, no, no. You know, I'm not your dad. Um, <laughs> no matter who you are, I need you to go and you need to go on YouTube. Open a separate tab. Don't leave us. Open a separate tab. Type in Food Wars. I think you can watch it on YouTube. I think. Yeah. And uh, and just have fun. Food Wars is an amazing show. You need to watch it. it what is, is it? It, it? What is it? Because it sounds like so food, Chef. food Wars is. Pokemon, but chefing. You, the main character is Ash Ketchum. If Ash Ketchum was a chef instead of a Pokemon trainer, and it's amazing. If that isn't the greatest thing you've ever heard, it's amazing. <laughs> You're a monster. It just follows him, and he's like a young kid who really wants to be a top class Japanese chef. It's an anime, by the way, and you really want to be. A, yeah, that's to, that's the key. Isn't yeah. it's an anime. <laughs> He wants to be like the best chef ever, and he works at his dad's restaurant. Uh, he ends up going to a culinary institute later, and he's just he's just super good at food. So it's like these crazy montages of this dude cooking food, and he gets so into it. Does he have like food battles? Yeah, he has food battles. Also, a side note: if you eat his food, he makes food that's so good that when someone eats it, their clothes just explode off them. So the reason I say anime, so they have these really men and women. So they have these weird sequences where like a bunch of like a table of bad guys eats his food in like the first episode, and then they just like have this crazy dream sequence where they're just transported to this world with their clothes blow up, and they're just oh the flavors, the umami is so intense. It's great. It's great. He makes food so so intense in its umami flavor that it. Blows your, blows your, your top mind. right off, yeah. Man. Fantastic. You need to watch Food Wars and experience the revolution. So I've been watching that. Um, uh, I've been watching Penny Dreadful again, which is a, is a great show. I think it's one of my favorite TV shows of all time, probably. It's great. Penny Dreadful, if you haven't heard of it, is a... Not an anime. It's a, it's a show set in Victorian, Victorian England, and it's sort of 
is in the universe where all of the classic Victorian horror stories are living together. And it follows like this unlikely family. Snacks. It's an unlikely family of uh, like Scooby gang of essentially bad guys. They're like, they, so most of them would be monsters in their own story. So you've got like the classic hunter guy and Mr. Chandler, who is the American sharpshooter dude who is not what he appears. And, <laughs> and uh, you've got Eva Green being super Eva Green, which means just naked all the time. Just naked all the time, but also just in really crazy, semi creepy ways, which is fantastic. That's good. She plays sort of like the girl possessed by the devil. Or like connection to the, to the, to the dark world. Weird every, mysticism. Yeah, every time she prays at a cross, the cross like turns upside down and the spiders fly out. That's the, <laughs> what? That's the, that's the character. Um, and Dr. Frankenstein, who is just a little bitch. But he's also in there. Frankenstein's monster. A version of Dracula, vampires... It's sing- all that kind well, of yeah, all old in, school monster stuff that you're a big all, fan of. All in one show. And it's it's a really well done show. Like, I would watch it just for the costumes. The co- like, the costumes are phenomenal. It's like the overcoats and the bowler hats. And, oh. It was a wonderful time to be a man. And I love being a man's, man's top hat. Yeah. It's, it, it's, and a good coat. Yeah, the coats. The coats. Like nowadays, you don't get good coats like they had back then. Yeah. Dorian Gray's in it. So Um, it's like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Not in the same way. It's better. Yeah, than the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And it's it's a really good TV show. I would suggest watching it if you're living, breathing human being. You should probably watch Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Uh, Apart from that, I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec because I'm. I failed as a human being, and until recently, I've never watched that show. I wouldn't say that's a failure, so. But it is a very good show. Yeah, and I, I'm loving it. It's so good. I am actually surprised. Do you, do you love Chris Pratt before he was Chris Pratt? I do. The dream boat. I do. I mean, I love. Is, I love Ron Swanson. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming everybody does that. Yeah. Well, I could see how people would not like his character. He's a, he's a very, like, manly man set in his ways. Oh, I could see how yeah. there could be some people that wouldn't enjoy his character. The best parts are when he smiles. Because it looks so... <laughs> the best parts are when Tammy, his first wife, comes back. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. Or his second wife. Who's his action... Who's he, has Tam- two, he has two ex-wives called Tammy. Yeah. And, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> and um, the Tammy that is his actual is, is his wife in real life. Um, was she the same first one? Yeah, that's great. The one that makes him have where he has dreadlocks. <laughs> like red and black eye. That's great. No, the best is like the season finale episode where he has like the bug out bag. Hidden in the roof. I haven't Have seen, you seen that, that one. Yet? I've seen that. No. Oh, then tell me. I went. Yeah. Okay. The point is, I've been watching Parks and Recreation as well. I need to watch that again. 
And it's a great show, you've probably all seen it, but yeah, it's a great show. Do you feel like this is going on too long? Yeah. Um, we should find a way to sign off. And this should just be all left in the... <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll cut it down. We should find uh, a way to sign off. And... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes! <laughs> Thank you for watching us, uh, watching us ramble about television. And video games, which is mostly what we talk about. We and do, movies. we do aim to. The Revenant about was a good movies. film. The Revenant was not a good film. <laughs> see it the was, Revenant. It was too damn long. <laughs> it was too damn long. I need you to go see Food Wars. <laughs> if there's anything you take away from this conversation, it is to go see Food Wars. That's what we should do right now. I think. Watch Food Wars. Let's go watch Food Wars.